crash. We're lucky to be alive. Whoa, whoa, stop! Don't come any closer. Mm -hmm. It's a girl. Girl, girl. Oh my gosh, girl. I'm sorry. No movies. Blonde hair. I've just never, never seen a girl before. Who are you? It's so loud here. We call it the noise. Happened to all the men on this planet. Every thought in our heads were on display. Where are all the women? They're dead. What is she thinking? Where the hell is her noise? It's strange to see everything you're thinking. You know, it was strange for me, too, not knowing what's going on in your head. I mean, I don't know, you might not like my dog, or you want to hit me over the head with a rock or something. I like your dog. He's stronger than he knows. You better watch your noise. Snake. 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 If those men catch you, they'll kill you. Get in the boat! If you want to protect the girls, you have to leave now. Keep you safe, safe. Keep you safe. Safe. With her power, there's no telling what he can do. I leave that girl before she wants him. How many are coming? A hundred. Two hundred. Thousands. Be quiet. Be trying, trying. Come on. Fight. 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 When was the last time you guys went to the movies? For me, it was this past Friday. Now before that, it's been well over a year. But this past Friday was a pretty big deal. 14 movies were released. 14. That's insane. An insane amount of movies. Now a lot of them were released on streaming. A lot of them released in theaters. Some released on both platforms. But out of the 14 that were, I only really wanted to watch three. One of which was released on Amazon, Coming to America, Part 2. The other one released on Disney Plus and in theaters, Raya and the Last Dragon. And then one released just in theaters, Chaos Walking. So Friday, I took my wife, because we had a babysitter, to the movies for the first time in over a year. And we watched Chaos Walking. Directed by Doug Lineman. Screenplay by Christopher Ford and Patrick Ness. Cast, Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley, Mads Mikkelsen, Nick Jonas, David Oilowo. Sorry, I can't pronounce names. Please forgive me. Anyway, so this movie was actually really good, but my expectations were a little low, and I'll tell you why. This movie had some really, really big production issues. So let's rewind a little bit. In 2011, Lionsgate buys the rights to a trilogy written by Patrick Ness. The trilogy is A Knife Never Letting Go, The Ask and the Answer, Monsters of Men. These will become known as the Chaos Walking Collection. When Lionsgate bought this collection, or the rights to the collection, the intention was 
to make this into the next Hunger Games, uh, Maze Runner, Twilight Saga, Divergent series. But as the years went on, the popularity for those youth adventure novels or, or adventure movies was on the decline. I mean, by the end of the third and fourth films of Hunger Games, I mean, the popularity had, had took a down downfall. They weren't grossing as much money as they wanted to, but they wanted to complete the series. They didn't even make the last Divergent movie uh, just because they didn't profit anything out of the previous two. And Maze Runner had a compromise. Instead of splitting the last movie into two movies, they wanted to, they made everything into one, and they still took a loss. So I think this was roughly around 2013, 2014, when we started seeing the decline in those, in those style of movies. So Lionsgate really wanted to start fresh with this series. So they tapped into Robert Zemeckis to originally direct the movie, the first movie at least. But somewhere along the way, something happened between Zemeckis and, and Lionsgate. And Zemeckis stepped out of the director role and went into more of a producing role. So Doug Lyman came on board three years later in 2016 to take on the project. And within a few months, he tapped into two of the hottest young stars in Hollywood, Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. Now, you know those names because at that time, Daisy Ridley was playing Ray in the new Star Wars trilogy. And Tom Holland was our new Spider-Man in the new Marvel Spider-Man movies. So they were pretty big names. And to get those two on board meant a big deal for Lionsgate in these movies. Doug Lyman takes this to the board at Lionsgate, says, hey, this is who we got. We're ready to go. In August of 2017, they start shooting. They complete in November. November. That's three months production. Like, that's insane. That's so short of a time period. Like, how, how did they complete the entire movie in three months? They had a release date of March 1st, 2019. They had plenty of time. They could have taken at least half a year to complete this movie. But they did it in three months. So everything was rushed from the start. In April 2018, Lionsgate came out and said that some major reshoots needed to happen. They needed to do at least three weeks worth of reshoots. Because the movie, according to Lionsgate, was unreleasable. It was so bad that they did not want to release it to the public. They wanted to save it and do some reshoots. Now, was it so bad that they just canceled the movie altogether and, you know, walked away from $100 million? Because according to them, it was salvageable. So they decided to spend an undisclosed amount of money to do three weeks worth of reshoots. Now, the issue was Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. At that point in time, 2018, they're at the height of their fame with the new Star Wars trilogy for Daisy and the Spider-Man movies, uh, for Tom, especially Infinity War and Endgame. So they were just too busy. That pushed the release date to 2020. And we all know what happened in 2020. Everything stopped. It, it felt unreal. So here we are, March 5th, 2021. The movie finally releases. Right. And again, this is my and my family's first trip back to the movies. But even then, I, I'm walking in with low expectations for this film. And I don't know why, but I was utterly surprised on how it went. I was expecting the film to be really choppy. You know, when you film a movie in 2017 and do reshoots in 2018, 2019, and release another two years later, 
you think there'd be some differences in terms of, you know, the age of the actors, you know, how, how they looked from what they were in 2017 to how they looked whenever you did the reshoots. And then how they edited the movie would probably be a little choppy, but everything was smooth. Everything just seemed kind of seamless and the, the movie flowed very well. Now, when the movie starts, you start start off by getting introduced to Tom Holland's character, Todd Hewitt. Todd Hewitt is a young boy living in a in a settlement with nothing but men. Now, this settlement, they call it a new world. The whole picture takes place in the year 2257. So we know it's in the distant future. And from what I can gather right off the bat, they are... It's like a sci-fi western style setting because they have the technology of the future but it looks like they don't have the power to run it so they're they're going back to the pioneer days you know working the land with their hands riding horseback wearing cowboy hats it's a very uh futuristic western feel to it now on the planet that they're on it's supposed to be the new world and i'm doing air quotes here there's something that happens to the men. Every thought, every memory, every image that goes through your mind is visible to the entire world. Everybody knows what you're thinking. And again, this is only to men. Now, when you watch the movie, it materializes like kind of like a like a mist or a hue above the man's head or the actor's head. And you can hear him talking. So... Tom Holland spends a lot of the time not moving his mouth, but you can hear him speaking to himself or speaking to other people through his thoughts, which I thought was a pretty cool concept. But then it took a little weird turn because that effect really didn't affect any of the women. So in retrospect, when you when you watch this movie, it's like, okay, you know, the women get frustrated with the men because they can hear the, the, all their thoughts. And the men are getting really frustrated with the women because they still don't know what they're thinking, especially, you know, more than two centuries into the future. Huh, go figure, right? Anyway, so again, Tom Holland's character, Todd Hewitt, is staying in an all-male town run by Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, his character is David Pinterest. Now, I was surprised to see Mad Mikkelsen, Nick Jonas, and David Oi, Loyuo? Lo, lo, I, I can't say his name. I'm sorry. I was, I, I'm butchering it. I'm just going to stop. Anyway, I only thought that Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley were the only two stars, like big stars in this movie. But this movie was loaded. It had a very good cast. So, you know, the character-driven kind of flip to this movie was very well made because... All the, char- all the actors that they had in here did their roles very well. And you see Nick Jonas play David Pinterest Jr. in a role that he's never, we've never seen him in before. And it's a f- pretty phenomenal performance, if you ask me. So anyway, David Pinterest is the mayor of the settlement that Tom Holland's character lives in. Now, with the, mater- with the thoughts and memories materializing in, in thin air over men, it's called noise. Now, the more, the longer they live there, these guys are able to kind of manipulate it and control it and, you know, make it to what they want it to be. Mads Mikkelsen character, David Pinterest, can control his 
better than anybody else's around, which makes him a very powerful person inside of this new world, this new settlement. And the whole time that Todd Hewitt is growing up, he's being told that there was a great war between the humans and the native species of this world. And it, I, I wish they would have given us more information, but they really didn't. And it was just, you know, there was a great war. All the women were killed. So he basically, you know, brainwashed his entire childhood. And then in comes Daisy Ridley's character, Viola Ede. Now, Viola Ede is the second wave of settlers coming from Earth to this new world. They're trying to make contact and they send a landing party to, uh, to the planet. And she's a part of it. Now, when they're coming down, as soon as they enter the atmosphere, that effect on the men starts taking, uh, start taking hold on the men onside the landing craft, and they start seeing all of their thoughts, all of their, their, their memories, and they don't have no idea what's going on, no idea. There's been no communication from the original party. Anyway, as they're trying to land, the ship, as you can predict, crash lands on the planet. Now, at this point in time, Todd Hewitt has never seen a female before, a woman at all. They've been so isolated in their own little corner of this planet. It's just been all men his entire life, right? So, she crash lands. She's the only survivor, obviously. That's the only thing that makes sense. And then she's scavenging for food, and that's when she's noticed by Todd Hewitt. Now, Todd thinks that Viola is a man because he doesn't he's never seen a woman, doesn't know what they look like or how they act, but is in awe at the fact that he can't see her, see the thoughts whenever he catches up with her. Turns her into the town mayor, which is David Pinterest. And then the story starts unfolding from there. You know, they want to know when her party's landing, where they're landing at, if they've made contact, and then obviously, just like any other great movie, they're going to want to try to attack and take over the ship. Either they don't want anybody coming to the planet or they want to get off the planet. One of the two. My bet was that they wanted to get off the planet. So anyway, Tom Holland, playing the hero like he usually does in his movies, his character decides that hurting the girl was a bad idea. So he decides to save her and his family. Uh, yeah, I I'm guessing he had an older brother and a, and a male figure in his life named Ben Moore, played by Damien uh, Bashir, told him about another settlement a couple clicks away. It would take him like a day and a half to walk there. And so they try to escape. Tom Holland's character and Daisy Ridley's character try to escape to that settlement. And when they get there, they realize that there's still women around. And men and women live together harmoniously. And then that's when things start turning. That's when the truth starts getting revealed to Todd and what actually happened in the past to his mother, to his uh, settlement, and why they live so isolated somewhere else and why everybody seems to either hate the men in that village or fear them. So as the truth starts unraveling, 
it's a race to get the message to the ship that they're going to be landing into some type of ambush. But at the same time, it's a race for truth because they're, they're, Todd Holland's character is trying to figure out what's real and what's not. And at the same time, he's trying to control his noise. And obviously, just like any other youth adventure novel, he's falling in love with the girl. And vice versa. Even though she's a little more, a little bit more difficult. And so anyway, as the movie goes on, there's, there's some pretty great action sequences. There's some really great times where you start really to feel for the characters. The character development in this movie was pretty awesome. And the way the movie ends, it kind of leaves you thinking, okay, are they going to be doing another movie? I don't think they will. I don't know. I hope they do. Because otherwise, why end it this way? Now, going back to the part where there was reshoots made. Christopher Ford is credited to writing the screenplay for the for the film alongside Patrick Ness. Now, my understanding is that Patrick Ness came in later on to help fix the script. Now, I don't know if he came in, you know, when they decided to do the reshoots or if he came in before that, but bringing the original author to help with the screenplay really helps the fact, helps this movie and makes it, I think, a lot better because they made this movie very smooth. It's a little bit more on the adult side. There's some pretty intense parts in there. They really developed the characters for these actors to get involved with, and they picked some great actors to play these characters. So it's a, in my opinion, it's a great youth adult character-driven movie. And I would give it three and a half out of five stars. And that's just me. 